Welcome to the Money Barrel National Finals Rodeo Round Interviews. Huge thanks to our partners at Barrel Racing Magazine and friends Bonnie Wheatley and Chelsea Schaefer for making this happen. If you haven't signed up for the best news in the industry, go visit BarrelRacingMagazine.com. These interviews are presented by the outstanding incentive program, the Royal Crown. The Royal Crown is not only an incentive program for contestants to win big bucks, but a program for breeders and owners to consign horses to sales that will help their prospects bring top dollar. The Royal Crown horse sales allow stallion owners and breeders that have bred to a Royal Crown stallion an opportunity to consign their horses and earn those horses Royal Crown eligibility. With no catalog fee, only a $300 no-sale fee, or an 8% commission charge, this sale is truly meant to help consigners earn a profit. If you're looking for a prospect, the first 2022 Royal Crown Sale will be held in Buckeye, Arizona on Saturday, February 19th. All horses sold through these sales will be eligible for a $25,000 sale horse side pot and eligible for Royal Crown events for life. Visit www.royalcrownrace.com for complete event details for Buckeye as well as their Texas and Wyoming events. And then there was one. So through seven rounds, we have one rider with seven clean runs. Jordan is proving why she wins year in and year out on horses she's trained. They're consistent. They're fast. She's placed in multiple rounds and have won over 70000 this year. And Rolo is proving why he won Horse of the Year this year. Yeah, and tonight she ran a thirteen fifty seven. so it's not like she's even pulling up to you know, make sure that she's having those clean runs. Unfortunately, Brittany hit a barrel tonight to be that last uh, rider to leave Jordan standing alone. Jordan's holding on to that second place in the standing spot with 172,000, right about 40,000 behind Haley. And we knew eventually we were going to be talking to her, and tonight her and sister pulled out the round win. Yeah, we were looking at it, and people continued to say that she was having a quiet rodeo, you know, it didn't seem like she was doing as well as she normally does, but I guess when you absolutely dominate for a few years in a row, you kind of get that stigma. But uh, she's quietly been winning a lot of money at the 2021 NFR. To the tune of over 100000 so far, I thought it was funny. Her quick interview right after the round win, she noted how, you know, she's still a human, sister's still a horse. Um, It's not easy to win, especially in a group like this. We've had seven rounds, eight different round winners, so clearly every single girl here definitely deserves to be here, and their horses are the same. It is amazing to watch Haley creep sister up the alley right up to that spot. You can tell she's talking to her, and I think we got to see a Leslie Kinzel heel kick coming down the alley. Yeah, Haley ran a 13.45 and has been getting stronger and stronger each round. We talked about Jordan, solid as can be. Emily, once again, bottom of the ground. She also got Chongo up the alley and right to her spot to be a 13.59. She two-handed around the first, and I don't know if there's a more athletic rider than Emily. And she has also won quite a bit. She's sitting... Third in the year-end standings right now, has won over 87000 at the NFR and is also sitting third in the average. 
We'd been waiting all week for one of our favorite guests that we got to talk to, Molly Otto, to sneak in there. She had a really nice run with a 1367 today and got her first check at the NFR. Yeah, really excited for Molly. It is so hard if things aren't going your way um, to be down there and run after run. You're busy during the days. It's a lot. And Molly got Chewy dialed in. They had the best first barrel of the week. And if there's one thing this arena shows you is that it is almost impossible to have a good second barrel if you miss that angle coming off first. Um, That line to the first barrel and turnaround first is definitely key to having success in here. Shelly has it dialed in as well. I mean, what a fast round. A 1361 was fourth. And a 1365 with Stevie and Lemon Drop. It was a little bit wider around the barrels, but she kept them standing and got paid for it. Pretty insane when a 1369 with Nellie Miller does not get a check. We want to give kudos again to the grounds crew. Uh, after seven days, the ground seems to be holding up. The uh, runs still look nice. Uh, it's exciting to look at the next three days. The average is up for grabs. The world's up for grabs. Uh, everybody's going to have to keep going for it, so we're excited to see how this turns out. Here's Haley, the one you really want to listen to. Thank you. Um, you've won about everything there is to win, but we hadn't seen you down here until tonight. <laughs> so how do you feel? Oh, very excited to be here. I mean, such an even barrel race. Like, so fun to watch and be a part of and fun to place in. I mean, for eight different girls to win the first seven rounds, that's pretty dang cool. Um, I don't know the last time that's happened. So it's been super, super awesome to be a part of. Everybody's done well. Um, and just, yeah, just grateful, really grateful. Um, now, what sort of things are you doing, you know, to, for Sister to keep her firing I mean you haven't gotten on anything else so yeah she it feels like she's only getting stronger and some of that that's just up to her um we did our best to have her prepared and ready to go for for these 10 days I I told myself I wanted her to have her ready to go 12 rounds if they they decide to add two more and uh, I think she's gonna be able to go 10 but we'll just play it by ear I'm just gonna keep listening to her and what she needs and if she wants to keep going we'll keep going so walk people through the run kind of how you set it up and how it progressed well, um, one important thing is tonight is the military night, and we got to wear these special tags, and I got to ride in honor of Sergeant Nicole Gee, part of our Marine Corps. She was killed in action in Kabul during the airport bombing, and uh, to be able to ride in her honor kind of puts it into perspective a little bit of we're, uh, we're just grateful to be here and that this is... We get to do what we love because people fought for our freedom and they died in our place. And so knowing that, it it really helps you just kind of, I mean, ease through it. And this is just going to be a great night. We're going to have fun. And my horse warmed up great. So we went in there and there was um, a few nights ago there was a water bottle in the alley. Tonight there was a beer can. So kind of I saw the beer can and have to navigate around that. And um, we got a good start. My goal was to get a really good start. And after that, just let everything flow. And uh, they ripped the ground a little bit after last night it got a little hard and no big deal and we all just worked together and they ripped it and it was really good tonight and so when she turned the first and dug in I knew like this is this is really good <laughs> yeah. that's awesome and um, kind of the obvious question I guess would be you know being in in Texas last year versus Vegas this year how do you feel about that and did you prepare differently 
Um, yeah, absolutely prepared differently. Um, as far as feeling, it's uh, further from home, but it's an exciting place to come back to, and uh, you're just happy to be at the NFR wherever it is. But it's a little pin. Um, that's a different strategy than working for a standard pattern, so we, we knew that and just tried to have her sharp and fit and uh, prepared to make a 13-second run every night. And do you attend the practices? I did attend the practice this morning. Um, I haven't attended all of them, but um, most of them. And uh, just when she's feeling like she needs to go in and maybe walk the pattern or work up and down the alley, um, I'll work my backup horses a little bit in case I need to get on them. That way I feel confident about them. And so, yeah, just kind of play that by ear. They also usually have an open arena for an hour after the practice, and that's been really beneficial to me as well. You can just kind of walk in, walk them around, let them look up in the stands and take it all in while it's quiet. Is that a new thing? No, it's been going on for the last few years, I believe. Yeah, it's usually right after every practice, and uh, I don't think it used to happen as often as it does, but everybody really values it, and they've been gracious enough to leave it open for us. And, you know, obviously your horse, you always have very high praise for your horse. What do you think it is that sets her apart? Oh, gosh, there's so many things, so so many traits that she has that I think are just far and above anything I could ever dream of and, frankly, far and above anything I see in any other horse. I mean, we all think our horse is the best, but I think my horse wins. Um, she's so, so smart and so kind, willing, I mean, tries hard, willing to the point of almost if I wasn't even willing that day, she is. Um, she just wants to do her absolute best, and it's amazing that she keeps keeps doing that for me. Do you watch? Do you look at the numbers? Do you, are you pretty aware? I stay pretty aware of it, more for strategy purposes. I, I, I like to be like clear, especially towards the end of the week, um, if I need to, um, you know, if I'm like, okay, I need to stay in the average, I got, I have to win the rounds. It's just kind of nice for me to know. Um, for me, it's kind of like easier to just be aware of it than try and avoid it, if that makes sense. Um, but I don't focus too heavily on it. Um, in the end, it doesn't matter if you win it by $2 or $200,000. It's, it's a, a win or a loss either way. So you just do your best and, um, you know, and especially early on in the week those standings are going to shuffle I mean the everything's going to change so much and you just kind of have to tell yourself like just be prepared for change it's not a big deal until the 10th round right and it seems like you're one to go make your run you know, and and not you know do drastic thanks I try to <laughs> I try to lastly um your team is there anyone in specific you'd like to recognize while you're down here? Yeah, uh, my, my parents are awesome. Um, my, my brother got here last night and his wife, my sister-in-law, and uh, just to have them here is exciting as well. Um, my dad's been here with us the whole time. He's We call him the Uber because um, he gets me everywhere I need to go. And my mom is with the horses 24-7. Um, it's a really, blessed, really blessing to have her here this year. We weren't sure if I would have her here. Um, she had her a brain tumor removed earlier this year. And uh, oh yeah, gosh. she's been through a lot. We've been through a lot as a family. And uh, to have her heel clicking in the alleyway and, uh, to, you know, being able to be in full force here, feeling her best self is just more than more than anything I could ask for. I felt like I won before I showed up. That's a miracle, and that's really awesome. And I can't even imagine, but, you know, congratulations on your wins and everything with your family. <laughs> Thank and you. Have a great time at South Point. Thank you I so much. We'll see you back. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. I'm sure we will. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Thanks, Haley. Have a good one. Our friends at BarrelRacingMagazine.com, Kayla and I, will be doing recaps and interviews after every round. So be sure to come back. All right. Run fast, be safe, and we'll see you soon.